You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. Well, there are so many planets in Aquarius right now that if you ever wanted to get the vibe for Aquarius, now is your chance. It's incredibly potent what's going on right now. And I suspect after having all those planets last year in Capricorn, which is very authoritarian and rule-orientated and um, kind of governmental and controlling, having so many planets in Aquarius is very liberating for the energy of the planet, which I don't know if you've noticed or if you've had any experiences where like the uptake of information is a lot faster. And I remember hearing, and that it makes so much sense that that we're going through a great awakening as, as a humanity and kind of coming into the golden age. And all of this craziness is necessary for us to evolve as a species. Hopefully that's how you look at it. Because at the same time, I I, I believe that's what's happening. I've also been coming to thanks to lovely people who send me information. Thank you, Tomsky and Jason. And I've I've just been so fortunate to have amazing, interesting stuff I never knew before just coming at me on the daily. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff to digest, but I assume that it has to do with this like uptake in Aquarian energy. So it's like lightning fast. Ideas come down to earth like in a in kind of full form. So you suddenly understand a whole bunch of stuff. And it's very much a we the people energy. And we're like kind of fighting for humanity in a way is a good way to look at it. Or even just in your own life for liberation and freedom and, you know, the the solution that will actually help people. It's, It's very powerful. So as we come up to the new moon, which is exact at 11 a.m., 11.06 actually, a.m. on the 11th, we are having a pretty potent day on the 10th as Mercury squares Mars and the moon will be squaring Uranus and will also be conjoining with Saturn, Venus, and Jupiter. So it's like potent It's just potent. It's always like one of my favorite words when I'm trying to describe what's going on. But it definitely gives, perhaps there's like a a push for, with the Mercury energy and it's retrograde too in Aquarius, there's like a push for information. And and maybe you'll even be having like, um, with Mars there, there is definitely, Mars is in, you know, in a kind of, a square. So a square is at cross purposes. So Mercury wants to communicate and Mars wants to do its thing and they're just not really jiving. So it could be arguments happen. It could be, you know, anger flares, especially with Uranus kind of mixed in there as well. There could just be a very volatile energy. And yeah, I, I hope that you're able to integrate that well, because we really do need to integrate and like step into our own power, even if that is difficult and combative. And maybe what you have to say is needed to make a difference or to, you know, save somebody or change a mind or open a heart or um, enlighten some situation, whatever it may be, make sure that you like freely 
open up who you truly are, because I think it's a very important thing for us to all occupy our own sovereignty and our own authentic selves. And it's pretty tricky to do that in a world where I believe we're controlled right from birth and and even before, because our parents before us were controlled with ideas and and, you know, what is deemed reality right from the time we're indoctrinated in the school system. So it's pretty tricky for us to break out of that and become, you know, who we really are and know what the real truth is. But with this wonderful combo of pretty intense energy with this new moon, it's our chance, I think. And probably if you're, you know, even interested in astrology, you've been trying to do that for a while and embody who you are and understand why you're here, because there really are some pretty fantastic explanations in astrology. So the new moon on the 11th is a wonderful time to kind of reset and and become who you are in plan things how you want it to go, seed your future, you know, in the most fantastical way. What do you want to create? What do you want to see for humanity as a whole and for the earth plane and for the cosmos and what kind of ideas do you think could make a difference and what is your role in it and how can you connect with others kind of like band together as as points of light i do believe that that's it, i find it really interesting cuz there is definitely a very polarizing i mean i've been saying this from the beginning but it's a very polarizing time and people are coming to very different conclusions about what's happening right now. And I mean, I suppose we always are as humans, but it's not as in our faces as it is right now. And it's interesting because I think if you, um, what I've noticed really is that people who are very sensitive and intuitive and maybe psychically aware or empathic or, you know, all those otherworldly skills that, that like workers tend to come in with, they believe that this is, a dangerous time and and not because of the virus necessarily but because of this sort of you know covert war that's going on and and have found information about things like unrestricted warfare and even you know the crazy st- that like it's great because I I love to be able to talk with like minded companions but it's unfortunate that oftentimes it's our very own family members who believe the opposite. And it's a very dangerous time to be in because if if it is true that that we are in the middle of some kind of war and that, you know, bioweapons and, you know, injecting the population with harmful substances and all the stuff that's going on is, you know, a classic unrestricted warfare technique. It's crazy. I just, I really feel like I'm supposed to warn people, but it's just so off-putting. It's just like people do not want to hear that this might be. And then you just look like a conspiracy theorist or a crazy person or, you know, it's just you get discredited for trying to bring up what might possibly be going on. So it's tricky to maintain your sense of self and knowing what is true for you. And then also kind of speaking up if you need to, if you feel like so moved to. Oftentimes I feel like I'm witnessing genocide and how can I not say something? <laughs> how can you just like, just act like nothing's going on when, when people are being, you know, possibly wiped off the planet. So it's a tricky time, but it's also like a, 
a really exciting time because this Aquarian energy is really for the people. And it's really, and not in an, you know, in an evil way, but in a, a really true, authentic kind of lifting up of humanity. So with all the planets that we've got there right now, we can really make a difference for we the people. And even just doing that in your own life and in your own world and in your own thoughts is a huge, it's really all you need to do. The new moon has, is conjoined Mercury, Mercury retrograde, very interesting. So it gives us some clarity, maybe even electric thoughts and new ideas and stuff you never even thought of before is like coming in. Jupiter and Venus are together as well, and they're the benefits. And that really does, you know, I I think it helps us to reorder our values and, and it gives us like luck and wisdom and insight and even really heightened intuition and and understanding of what is of value. So with Jupiter and Venus in Aquarius there, and then the moon and the sun there as well, and Mercury, it's a lot. And we should be able to shift who we are in pretty fantastical ways. So be open for that. Like, especially if you happen to be kind of galactically inclined, there's some, there's some pretty crazy opportunities for opening your mind and your awareness of what's happening in reality during this time. It's pretty powerful. And then the next day we actually have the lunar new year. So it will go from the the year of the rat into the the year of the ox, which, you know, it could create some some very grounded stabilizing energy for us, which we might need because there's this like so much actual energetic upgrading going on with all this Aquarian energy, it would be good to feel like we are grounded on the earth plane. Interestingly, the earth plane, do you ever wonder like, why do they call it the earth plane? And why do they call it an aeroplane? Do you ever wonder that? Probably not. I never wondered that. I just automatically assumed that, you know, that what we're told about how earth works is true. But recently, I've had many different people and send me information about the fact that the earth is flat. Oh, gasp. Can you believe it? How crazy. What a, what an asinine idea that is. We all know for 100% sure that it's round. It's a globe. I should know, you know, you think being an astrologer and working closely with the energy of the planets, that I would understand that we're on a globe hurtling through time and space. And you know what? That's what I thought. I would have even snickered and and thought how ridiculous that people would think that the earth is is flat. That's just crazy. But I've been sent some pretty convincing information. In fact, I'm a 100% convinced now. After quite a few hours down the earth, flat earth rabbit hole, I'm con- convinced that it is flat. And and hopefully, and I'll leave a link actually in, my, in the podcast notes to this great little documentary that explains all the things that you think are convincing us the earth is round and explains why none of it's true. So if that's true, which I believe it is, in fact, I it was when I downloaded this app that I really recommend called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock. And I didn't even, it was a, it was a random stumble into this app. And once I downloaded this app, it gave me this visual representation of 
It was only $2.99 too, which was very worth it. But it gave me this like visual representation of the sun and the moon and, and the earth and how it is all moving together. And once I saw that, it just like suddenly clicked that it makes so much sense, that it's not us spinning and hurtling through space, but in fact, it's the, the luminaries above us moving around the earth in a circle, in a spiral, in fact. So, wow, earth changing. I swear to God, ever since I've really, and it's only been like maybe the last two weeks where I've really started trying to understand it or, or incorporating this idea that this this is true, but I swear I feel more calm inside knowing that I'm not hurtling through time and space, that I'm not an incons like, you know, what's the word? Like an inconspicuous fleck of nothing floating through the universe. <laughs> but what it leads you to wonder, though, is, okay, so if it's flat, why are we being lied to? Why is this charade going on? Like, it, it basically means that, that NASA is a lie that that everything we've been shown, all the pictures and everything we've been shown of the blue marble are actually Photoshop renditions, that actually it's all been a lie. And then also this week, it, well, I guess, no, it's been more than this week. People have been sending me this information for a while, but I wasn't really able to like, I guess, integrate it or understand it or focus on it enough to go, hey, this is something really going on. <laughs> this is a thing. But there's some interesting information surfacing about something called the mud floods. You should have a, a duck, duck, go search for that and see what comes up. But we're, we could be being lied to about a lot more than the fact that the earth is not round. And in fact, that we have the history we've been sold is a lot different than what it actually is. And, and all really, I think, in the name to destabilize us and make us feel insignificant and not, you know, important or capable or magical like we are. So, yeah, can you imagine? This is like, how can I have gone this far in life and just never come across? I guess because when the idea would come to me, I associated it with the crazies and, and the tinfoil hat wearers and whatnot, which I suppose I'm probably a card-carrying member. <laughs> because of the things that I've come to believe. But I'm excited now that I know these things because there's so much more to learn. And even like to integrate the astrological information from that perspective is, is kind of exciting for me. I'm excited to like really kind of understand how it all goes together. So, and it, but interestingly, it, it's very easy for me to understand it now. Like it does, it does make more sense than this round ball theory. It makes a lot more sense. So yeah, I hope you get to find something fantastically interesting out that you never knew before. I don't know, you know, like my hubby's like, well, why, what was, what would be the point of them lying about this to us? And I really think it comes down to just destabilizing our awareness that, that our whole foundation, if it's built on a lie, then we're just not quite in the same sort of powerful understanding space we could be if we knew the truth. So I believe this is sort of a revolution of truth coming to the earth. And, and I hope that you enjoy the discoveries because it's pretty damn exciting. 
So that's my new understanding. Like, and of course, you know, I've known it for like months now. It's been coming to me. Different people have been sending me things and I've been dipping my toe in and and being like, yeah, I think that this could be true. Like, I don't have any, you know, trust in authority. <laughs> so I'm always suspicious about why, you know, why we are told what we're told. So <clears throat> I've just recently, and I think it is with this big move of everything into a Christ, been able to really like integrate it and be like, hell, I'm actually a flat earther now. <laughs> I'm Hillary. I'm a flat earther. Ugh, just one more weird thing about me. Great. So if you can find something fantastic and new and interesting and life-changing to learn, I don't think you'll have to find it. I think it's just going to land in your lap because that's the nature of these times. It's very electric, very unexpected, and things really could go unexpectedly in entirely different directions. And I'm going to hold out hope for that because otherwise things look quite dismal. On the weekend, we really have some lovely um, Venus and Mercury will be together in Pisces. And it's a very, like, gentle, spiritual, maybe you'll feel like really close to people and and really like kismet and like having like-minded companions that understand you and possibly your, your artistic skills will be like moving on and and coming out and maybe you're creating some sort of magical art or, you know, changing the world in some wonderful way with your, your energy and your light and what you've come to understand. Um, Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, Valentine's Day. I'm not really much of like a traditional holiday gal because it feels like a scam, but it is always good to, you know, I guess, honor love and connection. And luckily that day, there is a wonderful connection between Mercury and Jupiter and another wonderful connection between the moon and Pluto. There's a real depth of energy and a real brave, truthful, honest, communicative energy going on. And it, and any relationship that that had this sort of aspect in it or started around this time would be blessed with like a you know, an authenticity, being able to be yourself. Like what, what better gift is there in the universe and relationships than to be your true and total self with the people that you love and then be their true and total self with you. And to just be able to exist like that authentically, no holds barred. It's pretty awesome. So that's the kind of energy that's there. It's a very truth, truth seeking, higher energy, like very, expansive and benevolent. So yes, we need that. I believe things, though things kind of seem a little crazy, I believe things are going to get better. Like things are going to start to lift. I actually watched this, this funny little, well, no, it was a, it was a little short clip of Bill Gates being interviewed about what he, how he felt about being the brunt of all these crazy conspiracy theories. And he talked about how this is the point that I want to get to is that he said in this tiny little clip, he talked about, well, people are going to believe crazy stuff. They always have. But then he said, a pandemic and the internet and social media have never been tried before. And I just thought, really, a pandemic and social media have never been tried before. So they didn't really know what to expect. They didn't really know that that there would be this 
this movement underneath the surface of what used to be our only source of information in front of our televisions and our radios. But now there's this movement of light and of of awakened humanity sharing information and spreading truths that would otherwise be hidden. And I find it interesting that the all, I think you say oligarchs, oligarchs, the technocrats that are controlling everything didn't prepare for this. They didn't realize that we would be able to share and know and and express and move the information in a way that, that we've never, you know, they've never, like, like he said, a pandemic and social media have never been tried before. Those were his words. That's an exact quote. He always says some pretty incriminating things in his little interviews. So yeah, if you can tap into this like really fast moving sort of evolutionary energy and stay in your space, I think pretty amazing stuff is in store for humanity. It does seem kind of dark and dismal at times, but I do believe we're all waking up at a really, really fast pace right now, which is fantastic. So next week on Monday, we have um, such wonderful aspects between the moon and Saturn. So our discipline will be on point. Our minds will be clear. We'll have a lot of luck with Jupiter and, and we'll really be clear about our values. So Monday could be a very fortunate day. It could be like, yeah, you could get stuff done. You could tap into your focus and abilities. And it's just really, it's a good day, quality day. When we get to Wednesday, though, on the 17th, things do get a little tricky. There is a square between Mars, or not Mars, sorry, um, Uranus and Saturn. And that, it could really be kind of like a battle between past and future or sort of, you know, the hand that holds us down and the one that's bringing us to the light. There's this sort of like battle energy that goes down with squares where they just have such cross purposes. They really just don't, you know, they're not really aimed in the same direction. There's different stuff going on. So that can even happen within our own selves. Like part of you wants to be disciplined and do what you need to do. But another part of you is like, ah, I need to be free. I want to do my own thing. Don't tell me what to do. So watch for that on Wednesday. It's a tricky day. There's there's quite a few, there's a square also between the moon and Saturn and the moon and Mercury, and then it's conjoined Uranus. It's very unpredictable. Unpredictable, possibly kind of like burdensome, difficult, unpredictable stuff. Like maybe even something as simple as you get a flat tire, you know, it could be that, but it could also be a little more confrontational. So do step carefully. We're about to move into Pisces season when the sun moves on the 18th. So I will be back more to talk about that, but it's going to be a big shift in energy when that happens. Another big shift. So many big shifts. So really that's it for this week. I hope I will, I'll leave a really good little documentary in the, in the show notes. So you can, you can be a flat earther too. Why not? The more truth we know, the better, right? So yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a most potent and clear thinking, transformative Aquarius new moon. And if you have any questions or if you would like to have your chart read, which is my favorite thing to do, then please feel free to get in touch with me. Again, thanks so much for listening. Many blessings. 